Dolan. This is Liz Dolan. This is Sheila Dolan. This is Monica Dolan. This is Leon Dolan. News, talk, and laughs. We tackle the world one cup of coffee at a time. One cup of coffee at a time. You're listening to Satellite Sisters to Satellite Sisters to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters, and we are so happy to be here with you today. It's Friday, July 11th. We'd like to thank VTech Phones. They support Satellite Sisters, so we ask that you support them. We have a huge, excitement, exciting announcement later on in the show, Sheila. Oh, this is big, Liz. It's, it's the announcement, the contest winner, the VTech Satellite Sisters oh. Getaway Weekend. We're going to be talking to her in a little while, so stay tuned for that. And Sheila, later in the show, entertaining Sheila, is going to be reviewing what movie? The new movie, Hancock, with Will Smith. Oh. It's only number one at the box office, Liz. So it's not so new. No, no, but Liz, you know, I don't normally go to number one at the box office. I know. I'm a little avant-garde that way. You're a little more a fringe festival, (laughs) your own personal fringe festival. But I decided to go. My full review coming up. All right, Julie, how is everything in Dallas? You know, I was thinking of you. It's your birthday this weekend, so we should just mention, uh, happy birthday. That's right. Thank you, sisters. There's still time to get those gifts and cards in. Oh, my God. Sure. I'm yes. so glad you reminded me. <laughs> the gifts and cards. <laughs> oh, Julie. What, what are you are doing? Say, Sheila? You what are you say doing for your B day? Anything special? Yes, Sheila. You know what? We're all sorts of food festivals. Might go out to eat. I want to go see that new movie, Wally, Sheila. That's really what I want right. to do. All right. Well, that's good, Julie. I mean, it's not as sexy as I, you know, as a, as a, I don't know. I'm just thinking it's your birthday. Maybe go, you and your husband go to a thriller. Like, why don't you go rent the Born Identity again? <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> You've do, you do that every both year. of you so happy. <laughs> Thanks for all of your consideration, <laughs> Sheila. She's just trying to think of you as entertaining, Sheila. Monica, how's everything in Portland, Oregon? Great. I just want to remind people that there is still time to enter our best beach bag book drawing, which is sponsored by Oregon Chai. Send us your fa- favorite beach reads, your recommendations. We love getting your letters. And you might be chosen on our in our drawing to win a gift basket from Oregon Chai, including copies of some of our summer beach bag books. Liz, I love getting these suggestions. I know. And I'm People gonna po- have really, there's been an outpouring. There, and there are some themes emerging, but I love mm. that people, they not, they don't just include the book title, but a description of why they like the book. We got a letter from Jenny in Iowa this week. She said, I'm thinking about the yummiest book I've read. Yummy. Mm. Mm. Those I just loved and devoured, and this one comes to mind. It's called Quality of Life Report by Megan Dom. Okay, she said. Oh, she's a columnist here at the LA Times. Ah, yeah. I I have not read this book, but uh-huh. she said it's a story of a young single journalist in New York. She travels to the Midwest to investigate kind of a drug ac- epidemic. She's charmed by what she sees as the simple life. She decides to uproot from New York City and re- relocate to a small town. What follows is everything. This oh. is what Jenny says. <laughs> Hilarity, heartbreak silliness and seriousness. So. You know, this is obviously fiction, but in real life, Megan Dom did that. I know for a fact she was a New York-based journalist, and then one day she just up and moved to Nebraska. She has since moved to L.A., as I indicated. Right. So. Liz is having dinner with her on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Liz, you just, you Liz just like to take everyone. everything a step further, don't you? <laughs> no, I, do, I love what she writes. So I've just, I've written, I've read a lot of her magazine pieces and her newspaper columns, but I've never read a novel by her. So well, I am going to read this. Quality of Life. Report by Megan Tom. And many more tips will be posted at Sister Spot, the Satellite Sisters blog, right? That's right, Liz. And, you know, I'm going to have quite a big night tonight. Quite Tonight. a big night. Why? Yes. What, what are you doing? You're celebrating Julia's do you have a, birthday? Do you have a date? Are you getting over to UPS in time to mail something to me, Monica? <laughs> oh, Julie, you're too much. Oh, when's the last time I sent you a birthday present? <laughs> you know, I think of you, though. I'll send you an email. No, tonight, Idol's on tour in Portland at the oh, Rose Garden. you're kidding. American Idol. I know. It seems silly now, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it seems so long ago. <laughs> it does, Liz. I just, I got caught up in season five of American uh-huh. Idol. Uh-huh. You know, the whole David Cook versus David Archuleta. And it just in a fit of enthusiasm during that final week. Week, I, I bought tickets online for when the idols go on tour. Uh-huh. It, it's not really a concert 
it's more of a stage show, and, and I, I have to confess here, I've gone before. I know. I, I was going to say, I know you're saying you got swept away, but you've been swept away annually, as I recall. I will, but it just, it just seems awfully silly tonight. Now that the night is here, two, two grown women, I'm going with my friend Kay. We've gone several times before. It's like two grown women and 12,000 screaming tween girls. Do well, you get T-shirts, Monica? No, says? Julie. I, just, I, I sent Kay an email. I said, Kay, stop me. Stop me before I pay $48 for the David Cook T-shirt. I do not. I mean, I bought the tickets. That's enough. And, of course, Leon pointed out to me this week that I could have gone to see the Foo Fighters, which oh. were at the Rose Garden last night, you yeah. know, Dave Grohl and the boys. But no, I elected to see <laughs> oh. Jason Castro, you know, and Chikizi. You're, I mean, you're loyal, Monica. They're, they're all going to be back. You know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, actually. So I, I, I think you go to cutting okay. edge musical performances all the time, too. So do not beat yourself up too much. I, I you do love my... your idols. Go for it. I, hey, I take love your the... camera, Monica. Take pictures. It sounds exciting. I, yeah, pictures, that's a problem. But I have the binoculars. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, does that I'll mean have... the camera's not working? No, you can't bring a camera into a concert. Oh, that's right. Oh, and, yeah. you, and my phone, my cell phone is so cheap, I don't have, I have the one cell phone in America that uh, you can't take pictures with. So Right, they won't confiscate it, though, because it's so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would I bring it, Sheila? Who am I going to call? You could call you? me. Yeah, right. No, I'm going to have my old lady binoculars, which Kay and I will be sharing, so we can get the close-up. That's a good look, Monica. Cl- clo- close-up of, of uh, Michael Johns. Very well, good. I'm sure we'll hear about it on Sister Spot over the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. A little report. Okay, good. Monica, well, in other entertainment news, this is Sheila. You know, I feel very close to Madonna for many reasons. Uh, You always have. But mainly we're the exact same age. Uh So, and, you know, Madonna is in the news, (laughs) a.k.a. Madge, a.k.a. Mad Dog. All right. The whole thing started about a month ago. Right before her Sticky and Sweet Tour news came out. I wonder why. Well, anyway, Madonna (laughs) came, you know, you've read reports that Madonna and Guy Ritchie's marriage was on the fritz. Mm -hmm. So Madonna's been married to Guy Ritchie for seven years. On the fritz. Right. Is that a word? Yeah, no, it is. Normally people say on the rocks. That's a British expression. I think it's British for on the rocks. All right, well, I'm... I'm very close to Madonna. I'm half British. Did you know that? <laughs> Come no, on, please, Liz. Please, please don't go into the British accent. All right. But. So they both hired, you know, big powerhouse lawyers in London. You know, the whole thing's going on. She's going to split with Guy Ritchie. Fine. Whatever. We thought that, you know, that's, we expected that, right? I didn't expect that. I was actually very sad to read those headlines. Well, I just think that with the Kabbalah thing, she's gone too far and Guy Ritchie just couldn't do it anymore. That is my theory on that. <laughs> okay. All right? All right. Then couple weeks ago, the big reports that Madonna was having a relationship with Alex Rodriguez, a.k.a. A-Rod, came out. Now, this all started, okay, A-Rod and Madonna share the same manager. Uh-huh. That's Guy Oseri. Now, I blame him for everything. You do. As I dug into this report, I realized that Guy <laughs> is to blame for it all. So this is the entertaining Sheila investigative unit. Yes. Oh, from now. do you see these, these sheets yes, here? Yes, you have notes. Uh, they're highlighted. This is very right. unusual. Okay. Then they found out that A-Rod and Madonna went to the same gym in New York. Yeah. Reebok Sports Center. Did you hear that report? Yeah, no, well, I used to go there. Detail. Regis Philbin goes there. It doesn't mean... Yeah, Liz is having dinner with A-Rod tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> All right, no, I mean, Liz. it's just a club you can buy a membership to. But they, didn't they share a trainer or something? They shared a trainer. Then more pictures and reports that A-Rod was seen coming out of one, one of Madonna's homes. She owns a you know, $5 billion apartment in New York. A-Rod was coming out of there. Okay, uh-huh. so, all right. Late now, at night. L- right? Late at night. And, you know, let's not forget that Alex Rodriguez has basically it's been proven that he has had extramarital affairs before this right he likes strippers all right that's his thing so there were strippers in Toronto strippers in Vegas mm-hmm. more strippers all the time mm-hmm. now his lovely wife Cynthia just had a child rod yes <laughs> <laughs> they have two children together a three-year-old and a two-and-a-half-month-year-old. I know. So I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. So, again, all of these lives are intertwined. Guess what happened? Guy Oseri became the manager for A-Rod. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Madonna kind of convinced him of that. 
he thought she thought that that would be a good idea for his career. Mm-hmm. And guess what else? Reports have come out that she's convinced him that Kabbalah might be a good spiritual path for him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> well, maybe it is, Liz. But they've gotten into a lot of trouble because of this. Because, again... <laughs> Adultery. Well, because uh, let's, just, adultery. let's put ourselves in the place of C-Rod, okay? Cynthia. Now, what, what about Lenny Kravitz? <laughs> all right. Okay, well, Lenny, uh, it's all Guy O'Seri's rep- uh, oh. fault. Now, when Cynthia, right after she had the, 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 the two-and-a-half-month-year-old. Month-year-old? <laughs> just two-and-a-half-month-old is the way that. That's the way we say it in America. Maybe in England, you say two-and-a-half-month-year-old. Go on, but, Sheila. Go on. Yes, yeah, she frizzled out of the country all of a sudden. She was frizzled out. No, she went to see rocker Lenny Kravitz in Paris. Now, who wouldn't if they were friends with Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. I mean, I would love to go see Lenny Kravitz. But she wanted to lay low and keep the children from A-Rod. Basically, they're good friends with Lenny. Guess who and Len- Mad Rod. <laughs> Guess who Lenny's manager was? Guy O'Seri. Guy O'Seri. Unbelievable. Uh, Sheila, you are on to something. You know, <laughs> Sheila, I was in London last week, so this was all over the news. Julie, there. what's the report? Well, the reports there are that, that actually Madonna is saying that her marriage is solid, but there are cracks, Sheila. Three major fissures in Madonna and Guy Ritchie's <laughs> that relationship. That frizzled out. So Julie has her own investigative unit. <laughs> and what are the cracks, Julie? <laughs> what are the number one, stripper it, number one? <laughs> no, no, it's Madonna's devotion to Kabbalah. Okay, yeah, that, that is yes. driving Guy Ritchie crazy. The second major crack is the dip in Guy's career. Now, he doesn't have the same agent, does he, as Madonna and A-Rod and No, Lenny he Kravitz. has no career. So I mean, that's it's the guy, problem. Guy, oh, guy Ritchie. There are two guys in the story, I know there remember? Are two guys. It's confusing. Keep them straight. <laughs> so that it's difficult for a, for a guy like Guy living with such a, a famous and wealthy person. But the third crack, which is the most important, is that Madonna has been flirting with people like A-Rod, but also with Justin Timberlake. Oh, what, yeah. Julie? Well, we saw that. Yes. yes. All right. Well, now, that's added performance. To this, added I understand to this, that. You know, Madonna's brother is coming out with a book this week, just next week on Tuesday, a new book, where he says that Madonna and Guy Ritchie are passionately committed, Sheila. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Well, so what is this? So your stunt meter goes up on this. Is this all just I uh, think fabricated to promote her new tour? I think when a woman turns 50, which I will be doing soon, as well as Madonna... Things go a little awry. Yeah, I think you... <laughs> you are right, Sheila. I think you just go a little bit nuts. I think, you know, that's par for the sort course. Sort of a midlife crisis. Right. I also think that Madonna is a very well-known publicity hound. I mean, hound is a is gentle word. You know what I want to say. Yeah. yeah. But she, she just loves publicity, and this is what she's doing. Again, it could all go back to Guy Oseri. Mm-hmm. And... Um, well, yes. this is Liz. I think, again, taking the C-Rod point of view, if I'm Cynthia, I know nothing about her, and I, but, except I know her husband is a dog, but she had to marry him knowing he was a dog, right? You knew that about, about Alex Rodriguez more than six years ago. But I think it's totally legit for any woman to say to her husband, you are not allowed to spend time alone with Madonna. <laughs> I, think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to yeah, draw no, no, no. that line in the sand. Right. I don't care if it's Kabbalah or tantric sex, no time alone. Right. With- yeah. I, I understand, Liz. Okay. Final thing I'm going to say. Do we have time to give my real-life testimony? <laughs> yes, All we right. do. I was at my book club last night. You know we don't read books. I know you don't. Now <laughs> You read Us Weekly this week? <laughs> well, we had a new member this week oh. who came in with some outside information. Oh. So we gossip mainly at the book club, and we brought up this very topic. Uh-huh. She said that in her home state, which I won't mention, um, <laughs> there was a woman <laughs> who was a very good friend of hers, confirmed had an affair with A-Rod when Cynthia was pregnant mm. with the with the two and a half month year old. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's some solid information. Furthermore, Alex Rodriguez. None of these other people mean anything. That Alex Rodriguez is now fallen in love with Madonna, and Madonna just used him like another, you know, oh, yeah. like another JT, you like know, another she, boy toy. Yeah, like, like who's Lourdes's father? Him. 
Mm-hmm. Remember? Well, he he's pretty cute. Now, he may come into the picture again. He may... <laughs> Is his name Guy? No, but his manager might be Guy Oseri. And, I mean, finally, I just love Lenny Kravitz's quote. He did not like being dragged into this whole mess. He said, I just finished cleaning up my image. <laughs> <laughs> But Lenny Kravitz is the one who was previously involved with Nicole Kidman, right? Also in the news this week. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Congratulations, Nicole. I am so happy for Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. You are? Who had a little girl. Yeah. Yes, I just think she wanted a child. You know, that she deserves, you know, she, ha- she had a miscarriage when she was with Tom Cruise. Of course, she has two other children, uh, but she wanted a child with Keith Urban. And her, li- her name, her little name <laughs> is Sunday She's Rose. She's a one-month-year-old now? The Sunday Rose. She was only six pounds, you know. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She didn't put on a lot of weight during that <laughs> and pregnancy. Pale, no doubt. I'm yeah. sure the baby's very pale. But Sunday Rose, of course, is a celebrity name. People are digging into, you know, the origins of the name. Yeah. I, I read two reports that Kidman's dad suggested this name. Sunday Rose, Sunday Reed, was a famous muse for an artist from Sydney. And um, it just so happens that... Sunday Reed, the original woman, was involved in a love tryst as well, which I, I thought was bad, a bad choice, mm-hmm. you know, to suggest to your daughter that, you know, yeah. her, you know, his granddaughter be named after some woman who was in a menage a trois most of her life. <laughs> but that's OK. And then Does I she know a right. <laughs> <laughs> then I just heard another report. I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it. Keith Urban's uh, brother, Shane, just said, no, Rose is our grandmother's name. So we picked Rose, but the Sunday part is from Nicole, Nicole's family. So we wish them well. Yeah, yeah. I do. They look at least. very, very happy. They look very thrilled. much in love. I love Keith Urban, and yeah, congratulations. I love to all him. that. So good for you. All right. Well, that's just. There's been so much celebrity news going on. It's very rare here at Satellite Sisters that we start the show with this kind of stuff, but we've just been dying it's to a talk big to you story. about it. The other thing we've been dying to talk to you about is we have a winner Woo-hoo! in the VTech Satellite Sisters Getaway Weekend Sweepstakes. When we come back, you're going to meet her. We are very excited. We're going to talk all about her big trip to Seattle with her own Satellite Sisters. So stay with us. You're listening to Satellite Sisters To Go, brought to you by VTech. Liz and Sheila, it's Leanne, and I have exciting, exciting new news. What is it? I have a new VTech phone, so guess what? Now when we talk to each other, you'll be able to hear me. Oh, Leanne, that's oh, good news. so exciting. It's going to save us a lot of time. I just, I went for it. You know how I love my home phone. You yes. do. You know how it's right there in the kitchen. It's the hub of my house. It's how I stay connected. I feel safe with that land. Line. You know, I like having just a good old home phone. Well, now I have a good new home phone. Yay. It's a VTech phone. The sound quality is so fantastic, I can't even believe it. It sounds like it's a whole different millennium in phone technology. <laughs> I had no idea you all sounded so fantastic. Yes, we do. Mm. Guess what I also have on my new home phone? What? I have a speakerphone feature. That is good. Which is good because last time Liz was over and we were trying to do a conference call, we couldn't because I didn't have a speakerphone. But now... I do, Liz. So we can have meetings. Yes. We can meet right in my kitchen, which is fantastic. That's what I like to do. I'll be able to call people while I'm cooking, and I can talk into the speakerphone. That's exciting for me. And the best part, I rated with the kids. The kids came home from school. They saw the new home phone. This was their words. Mom. This is so cool. It's so thin. It's so cool. Like, what, I didn't deserve a cool phone? I felt so proud. They're like, this is great. They have been so excited about using the new phone. They keep saying, can I use the new phone? Who cares about the computer? We want to yeah. use the new home phone. The new, go ahead. Use the new phone. Yeah, I've got 50 numbers stored in there. I don't really know 50 people, but I could store 50 numbers if I did. So it's very exciting. I love my new VTech phone. I love that I have a landline. I love that I can stay connected. I may be calling you 10 times a day now. You're going to enjoy that, right? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I am good to go with my VTech phone. VTech cordless phones designed to fit your home and your life. We 
are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome back. Well, Sheila, this is it. Oh, I am so excited, Liz. This is the moment. This is when we announce the winner of the VTech Satellite Sisters Getaway Weekend. So first, a little background. This has been weeks of excitement for all of us at Satellite Sisters. Incredible anticipation. The emails coming in. We've read every single one, Liz. It's been fantastic. There have been thousands of entries. There have been so many great stories from your lives about your Satellite Sisters. You know, we asked you, who do you pick up the phone and call when you just need to connect? And just, we love everything you told us and all of your answers. But the winner for the VTech Satellite Sisters Getaway Weekend that was selected at random uh, to win the total prize package, she is on the phone with us right now from Thornton, Colorado, Sherry Miller. Congratulations! Hey, Sherry! Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we are so psyched to have a winner and to get to talk to you. So Monica and I, Sherry, this is Liz. Uh-huh. Monica and I actually called you last week to give you the good word. Were you, were you shocked? You sounded a little bit surprised when we <laughs> called you. Oh, I was definitely shocked. You know, you get the phone call and it says, Hi, this is Liz Dolan. And in your mind you go, Liz Dolan, I know that name. Why do I know that name and why is this person calling me on the phone? Then you go, and my sister Monica, oh my gosh! (laughs) Then the pieces started to fall into place, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, you sent us an entry, but here's what's interesting, Sherry. As I say, it's the, the it was a random drawing. Many, many people entered every day or very frequently, but you only entered once? I did. I only entered once. Oh, Sherry. Oh, there are going to be some people who are very mad at you. You know that. <laughs> I, you know, I know. And when I was sitting down and I entered late one night when I was on the computer just messing around, I was thinking to myself, because I've been listening to the contest all month long, uh-huh. who would I write into about? I have, you know, three or four people I could write about. And I just picked somebody that I haven't seen in a long time, but I talked to on the phone and... Um, and wrote it in. It was just such a great answer. So you said, my satellite sister is my best friend from high school, Miriam. And uh, so tell us a little bit more about Miriam. How have you two managed to stay connected through all these years? Well, you know, we have kind of gone off and on with being connected since high school. Um, mm-hmm. That's been a good 25 plus years now. <laughs> I know. It's, you said you're about, you're turning 50 next year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, Sherry, we're in the same class. <laughs> I know we are. We are really getting up there. Yep, okay. But it's better. It's better now. Oh, it's so much easier now. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've gone through, we've never lived in the same state since then. And so mm-hmm. we've kind of gone in and out of contact, but it seems like Every time something happens, something major in our life happens, we can call and we just reconnect. Just like we were back in high school, you can start a conversation. It's pretty amazing, and there's not really that many people you can do that with. That's the true satellite sisterhood. Now, you wrote to us that uh, part of Miriam's story is that she was displaced by Katrina in New Orleans, and she uprooted her whole family and moved back to your home state of Michigan. That, yes. Did uh-huh. you two spend a lot of time connecting when that first happened? I imagine that was a difficult transition for her. Yes, definitely. We, we had a lot of, um, well, for a good two weeks, phone calls about where she was, and she got in the car and drove everybody up to Michigan and didn't know when to leave, and there was a, a, and just trying to get a hold of her during that one-week, two-week period was was scary. was yeah. really scary. It makes it very personal. <laughs> right. I mean, you've known this person your whole life, and yeah. as you said, this was probably the, the worst thing that ever happened to her, and you were there. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. That's an incredible story. Now, okay. Now, you and Miriam have set a goal for this year that you wrote to us about, Sherry. <laughs> you two have a big plan for this fall. What is it? We are going to run the Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, D.C. in October. Oh, that is so excellent. That's fantastic. Have yeah. you ever run a marathon before? You know, I have done one, and this will be Miriam's first. And last summer we kind of called on the phone, and we were both training, and and uh, my husband and I ran last year on the Denver Marathon, and then I said I would never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this part of the turning 50? Because, I mean, I find it myself is. doing some pretty wacky things these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, life is too short. I say that to myself a lot these days, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so um, and I called her a couple weeks later because she was training for the Marine Corps Marathon, and then I found out she couldn't run. She had gotten uh, an infection in her foot and couldn't run. And so I told her at that point... If you decide to run again this year, I will run with you. 
Well, so you are training together by telephone. Is that it? And now in Seattle. Yes. That's oh, so great. Well, that's my, my next question, Sherry, is going to be, have you ever been to Seattle? F- because that's where you're going, of course, for the Jack Johnson. And are you a Jack Johnson fan? Tell us about it. You know, I've never been to Seattle, and I'm so excited about going because I hear it's such a wonderful city. It's a beautiful city. Yeah. And um, I am I am a uh, Jack Johnson fan from day one. Oh, I, that is my so My son and I great. sing him in the car all the time. I'm really hoping to hear Banana Pancakes. That's my favorite song. Banana Pancakes, <laughs> Jack Johnson, one of the cutest singers out there. We love him. Uh, he's fantastic looking and sounding, so that's going to be fun. Have you ever been to a W Hotel? No. Oh, well, that is going to be an experience, too. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, the concierge is called whatever. Everything <laughs> is with a W. You get it, Sherry? It's kind I got of a, it. It's a little gimmick they have there. <laughs> so just whatever you need, just go to the whatever desk, and you'll be fine. Okay. So you're getting psyched now. You're getting ready. It's about, what, it's the end of August that you go, right? So right. do you think you and Miriam will get a training run in together? <laughs> Seattle is a beautiful place to run. They have all those lakes. Have you started to think about that? I have, actually. When I talked to her on the phone yesterday, we were getting really excited about this. We said, somehow or another, we're going to fit that in. (laughs) That is a great trip for both of you. Though you would be totally within your rights to just bag it for the weekend, too. (laughs) Because remember, there's a great dinner out on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds. You're going to be hanging out with Miriam. If it's all just about conversation, that's okay. (laughs) Liz Liz gives you permission. Great. (laughs) But I got to say, when I trained, I've run two marathons. I think of them as my first and my last. (laughs) (laughs) and but one thing i remember about training for a marathon i did it with four of my girlfriends when i was living in portland oregon we met every morning at 6 a.m just to like run four miles and then one year we just decided okay let's go for it and as you know when you're out on those long training runs you need a lot of conversational material you you really need to have people with you that you have something to say because you're i don't know how fast you are but we knew we were like really going to have to train hard to break five hours. (laughs) So when you're out there on a Saturday running for four hours, you really need Satellite Sisters with you because it would be very easy with most people to run out of conversation after about an hour. That's right. On my iPod. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> oh, so, so we're with you sometimes oh, when you run? Absolutely. <laughs> that is an excellent feeling. All right. Well, Sherry Miller, Thornton, Colorado, we could not be happier that you were the winner of the random drawing. We love that you listen to Satellite Sisters. We love that you're going with your best high school friend, Miriam. We love that you're training for a marathon. And we love that you love Jack Johnson. <laughs> yes. It's, it's all going to be great. And, and VTech, the whole, everyone involved with this is just really happy. Happy that it's you. So just make us one promise. When you get home from Seattle, will you give us a call on your new VTech phone and just <laughs> and just tell us how it was? Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything. We are so excited. All oh, right. That's great, Sherry. We could not be more thrilled. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have fun. Okay. Oh, I really, I can't wait to hear back from Sherry when uh, when she gets back. But Julie, isn't she like the perfect satellite sister? Aren't you happy that a random drawing produced someone like Sherry? I'm delighted. And it just means that you should always take a chance, right? Yeah. Because look at the good luck that came to Sherry. I think it's a great, she'll have a great time with her friend. Yeah, Monica, any tips you want to send her for Seattle? Because you've spent a lot of time there over the years. It's just the most beautiful time of year to be there at the Mm -hmm. end of August. I mean, there is the brand new sculpture garden down by Pike Place Market. So I guess I would see that, the Seattle Art Museum. Take a ferry ride. You know, you can just take it. It's a good way to, you you can go to... But is it Vashon or one of those islands? And just take the ferry back so you can see the skyline of Seattle from the water. It's a perfect time of year to go there. All right. Well, thank you for all of your entries to the VTech Satellite Sisters Getaway Weekend uh, sweepstakes. We had a lot of fun with it. VTech Phones had a lot of fun with it. And uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again soon. Meanwhile, Sheila, we're moving on to uh, mailbag. You right, have I got a letter. A, I got a great mailbag from my friend Kristen in Tampa who writes to me a lot. And she had noticed that on my Facebook page, I had uh, created a whole page, you know, for my summer of love. And they have these little cute things, you know, you can tell what... 
tell people what you're doing now on Facebook, like Sheila is, you know, drinking coffee, you know, or uh, like on <laughs> July 4th. <laughs> I wrote, is that normally what it is? <laughs> yes. People Ooh. want to know exactly what you're drinking doing minute more to coffee? minute. So I thought I'd put a little cute thing up there on July 4th. You know, I wrote Sheila is independent, too. Not thinking that it had ramifications, but Kristen. Oh, just sort of an Independence Day pun. Yeah, Liz. Well, Kristen, she said it got me wondering, you know, about independence as a woman. She said, I've been following your summer of love. She said, as we get older, do you think we can become too independent to be in a serious relationship? She said, sometimes I feel like men don't like it. It turns men off when you're too independent. And uh, so she, you know, she asked me that question. And Kristen, here's my feeling on that. I think you can only be in a serious relationship when you when you claim your independence and you're with a man who values you as a separate entity. Mm-hmm. How's that mm-hmm. for a heavy answer? Sheila, but that I, sounds very evolved. Uh, well, men want they always say they want an independent, secure, confident woman. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in most cases, that's what I am. Uh, <laughs> But occasionally you fall apart in their arms and they enjoy that too. Is right, that- but I, I mean, I'm thinking of my past relationships where I was, you know, totally dependent on the guy. That was not serious. That's that's not a respectful two-way reciprocal no. situation there, Kristen. So I would say, you know what, Kristen, we just have to say, you know what? We deserve a man who values our independence. And that's exactly what I'm looking for in the summer of love. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sheila puts it out there. We're going to get more news on Sheila's summer of love coming up in a second. First, because Sherry said she loved the Jack Johnson song, Banana Pancakes. We're going to go out with that. You'll get a Summer of Love update, and then we're coming back with the International News Roundup. We're the Satellite Sisters. You can find out anything you need to know about us at SatelliteSisters.com. You hardly even notice when I try to show you this song is meant to keep you from doing what you're supposed to. Waking up too early, maybe we could sleep, make you banana like this the weekend now We could pretend it all the time, yeah Can't you see that it's just raining There ain't no need to go outside But just maybe like a ukulele Mama made a baby Really don't mind the practice Cause you're my little lady Lady, lady, love me Cause I love to lay here and I just want to let you know for those of you who have not been following my life as closely as I have Liz is there anyone that's not following Sheila Summer of Love? I don't know who would not be doing that at this point <laughs> at SatelliteSisters.com you know my multimedia project is up Sheila Summer of Love and it you know it's about finding love in the city of angels Liz mm. and it's a tough job but someone's got to do it and I have been out there on the street I have been I have match.com out there on the street that sounds bad but I know what you mean you know I have been trying to find the one, and I have, I've already had a date with a younger man. Uh-huh. It's a four-part miniseries at Summer of Love, if you haven't seen that. It's really cute. That guy was nice. He was nice. Tim was nice. Uh-huh. Your comments were very helpful, though. I also had a conversation with a, a real celebrity, Jules Asner, uh-huh. who uh, was part of our Beach Bag Book series. She was the E! Entertainment uh, reporter for many years and married to Steven Soderbergh. She gave me advice. Mm-hmm. That is up there. Mm-hmm. Go to the driving range, she said. So oh. I am working on my golfing outfit <laughs> as we speak. And I even heard that Brad Garrett has a dating show, and I made an audition tape for Brad Garrett. I mean, this thing is... is And that's also posted at SatelliteSisters.com? Yes, it's all up there. And this thing is just, it's permeated my whole life. I even had a dream about Brad Garrett last night. Oh, that's not good. That he was flirting with me and he decided to leave show business and get a master's at UCLA. I said, no, Brad, (laughs) stay in show business. (laughs) Oh, it was just, this thing is a monster. But Liz... What do you need now? I need 
more guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you happen to know a guy in my age range, Liz, uh-huh. who has a job, who wouldn't So we're mind... looking for a 40-something or a 50-something right. guy. Who would like to have coffee or a dinner date, something respectable. Please, I need your help at this yeah. point. But it has to be a guy who doesn't mind being videotaped during exactly. the coffee. Okay, all right. And there are people out there. I know you're out there. I just haven't, you know, I have had trouble finding that person this week. But that does, I haven't given up. Uh-huh. So you're going to a party this weekend, aren't you, Liz? Uh-huh. Please, put the word out there for your little sister. All right. All right. right. Just, That's all I ask. Right. Sheila's Summer it's, of Love. It's not reality TV. It's Sheila. Oh, Liz, that's just a, a date with Sheila. <laughs> I am set. So please, thank you for going to Sheila's Summer of Love. And in the meantime, I'll keep you all posted at everything that goes on there. At SatelliteSisters.com. are the Satellite Sisters and Julie. Wow, has it been a week for international news. I'm so glad you're here with the International News Roundup. That's right, sisters. Buckle up, because here we go. First up, we have to talk about Iran, where last night Iran test-fired more missiles. Yeah. These are the long and medium-range missiles. And this, this, this testing has certainly rattled oil markets around the world, because do you realize that 40% of the oil that's traded globally has to make its way through the Strait of Hormuz, so get your map out, mm-hmm. which is a shipping channel that Iran really controls. So this makes people very nervous when wow. they're shooting off missiles, and it's a very distressing sign given that Iran has already vowed to destroy Israel. So yeah, it's that's just, very scary. It's really a reminder of just how real the threat is. And do you know that there are over 30 countries now that have ballistic missiles? No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, 30 countries. It's really a dangerous time. Hey, let's move on to Colombia, where this past week, a dramatic rescue by the Colombian military of 15 captives. You know, and we these were the FARC terrorist group that were holding captives. And, of course, I think w- there is nothing as interesting as some of the tales that are coming out from these captives, you know, that have been in captivity for six years and longer. I mean, Liz, I know you watched Larry King Live last yeah, night. Yeah, well, Ingrid Betancourt, who was one of the women who had been held for more than six years, was on with Larry, so there's a contrast. I won't say anything more than that. But just to hear her talk about what it was like to be out in that jungle. She said living in the jungle because you're completely covered by trees the entire time. You never see the sky. It was like being in a cave. They would be sometimes they would be moving every day. Other times they would be in a camp for six months. Uh, They were tortured. They were starved. She said her biggest sensation after a week of freedom was that she's no longer scratching herself all the time. But she was just kept alive and stayed positive positive thinking she needed to get back together with her children. I know. It's very... And when you saw her with her son and her daughter, oh, my God, tears well up in my eyes every time I see that videotape replayed. Now, she is a French-Colombian politician, so she had ties to France, and France was involved working with the Colombian military and government to get her release. She was a former Colombian senator. She was very active in anti-corruption, but she was kidnapped in 2000. And that, you know, just her story about this, you know, of just staying alive for six years. You know, she said that she would mark time by the length of her hair. She never wanted to cut her hair because that helped her to record how long she was in captivity. She also said she tried to remain super aware of what day of the week it really was, what month it really was, what season it really was. Mm. And when things came along like Christmas, she would always try to, with her fellow hostages, celebrate Christmas in some way, that it was just very important to her to mark that there was a life outside of what was happening to them in the jungle. So 15 captives were rescued, three of them Americans. But do you realize there are somewhere between 700 to 2,000 more hostages are still being held? 
held by this terrorist group. Doesn't that shock you that we're not more aware of that all the time? You know, when you think of, for instance, the hostages that have been held in the Middle East, American hostages over the years, where every night on the news we'd get an update on what, if anything, was happening with them, that there could be hundreds of people in the jungles of Colombia and we barely hear about it. it made me really sad. Yeah, it's it's and she has dedicated, you know, her freedom to helping these captives that, you know, that are still being held. So but what an amazing rescue mission too. Yes. Just this sort of double fake you know, I'm sure you've all read it in the newspaper that, that they had no idea until they got on the helicopter and lifted off that these were not just more captors. These were people, this was the Colombian army and they were free. And to have that on videotape, when they hear the words, you are free. Oh, I get chills even thinking about it. She said she screamed like it came from her inner self. Oh, so we're very happy for so her beautiful. and for the other remaining, uh, the other hostages that were freed. On to Turkey, where this week three policemen and three gunmen have died in an attack near the U.S. consulate in Istanbul. I mean, and they are calling this an act of terrorism. And one of the things that's interesting about this attack and about the fact that more people were not killed in this is that after 9-11, the the U.S. consulate in Istanbul used to be located right in the center of the city. But like in many situations, because there have been attacks on U.S. embassies and consulates, they've really um, upped the security. And they moved the consulate in Istanbul to outside, up on one of the hills surrounding Istanbul. Oh, really? So that it would be safer? So it would be safer. They were behind these giant walls. They have, And they had all the, the new security measures that when you travel around the world and you see a U.S. embassy or consulate, you know, they have the pylons so that you can't drive the car bombs into them, um, and they are well guarded. And that, that was one of the reasons that, you know, more people were not hurt or killed in this incident is because of the precautions that the U.S. government had taken to move the consulate after 9-11. On to Russia, where I have a combination story for you, sisters, because you may not have realized it, but it's a big new holiday just this past week in Russia. It's called the Day of Family, Love, and Fidelity. That sounds like a good idea. Which is very nice. Do we have one of those? Yes, we don't have this holiday in the U.S. (laughs) And what they're trying to do is to encourage procreation, honestly. Because of the high divorce rates and the shorter lifespan for men, in Russia, the the total population of the country is shrinking. And they are losing, you know, net loss every year of about 600,000 people a year. So it's a very serious situation. People are not getting married. They're not having children. Men have a very dangerous life. They have a very high incidence of alcoholism in Russia. And so this is the way the government has tried to sort of step in, encourage people to get married and to have families. And have sex. I hesitate hesitate to ask, how how do they encourage procreation? They they are giving you the day off. So you are to go home. (laughs) Uh, Draw the the curtains. uh... Put on the born identity. (laughs) Yes, you are, Shirley. You were supposed to do all of these things. Put on some Luther Vandross. Light the kip candles and make wow. it happen. So that's what they really want to do. In fact, they're they're doing. They're also on this day of family and love and fidelity. They're giving out medals for people who are married for a long a long oh, time. Right. So that's nice. You can line up for that. But it's kind of an uphill battle. So I heard this story about this new holiday, same week that there another story coming out of Russia. This is in Saint Petersburg. A Russian woman killed her husband with a folding couch. Now, here's what happened. <laughs> Man, like, she deserves like a, a medal. On purpose, or she Whoa. was just making the bed and didn't realize he was in oh. it? Well, she oh. was very upset because her husband came home <laughs> drunk. And apparently this was not the first time that he had come home drunk. Uh-huh. And she got mad at him. He was on the couch, and she kicked the handle. And this was one of these folding couches that f- would fold up to the wall. Oh, like, so a, Murphy a, Murphy like a Murphy bed. A Murphy bed. Oh, this bed. is oh, excellent. She, she smashed him Family in the Family love. <laughs> and apparently, yes, he got caught in the folding couch. I imagine there was some sort of catapult action. <laughs> 
possibly was there cost. infidelity involved? <laughs> I had it. She was just mad or, at him because he was drunk. I mean, you can imagine you could be smothered in one of those yeah, things. Exactly. You could die by smothering. Well, that's the woman had you know after this argument with her husband. <laughs> when did and they she find kicked, him? Well, not for several hours because she oh, thought thought he when was, guests when guests came for the weekend. <laughs> Wait, she thought he was sleeping. <laughs> she thought he was sleeping. <laughs> Inside the wall? Yes, that she thought it was unusually quiet, that he really must have been sleeping very hard because she didn't hear any noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. She folded him up into the wall. <laughs> oh. Well, oh. anyway, that's so they You're have right. some work to do there. It is yeah. a contrast in Russia uh-huh. between the day of family love and fidelity <laughs> yes. and... The man in the folding couch. Murphy bed as murder weapon. (laughs) On to China where we just, you know, the Olympic fever is really taking hold. And if you, they are really working hard to make sure that foreign visitors have a good time. They have, they are, they are training large amounts of Olympic hostesses. These, and to be an Olympic hostess, you have to be a tall, slim, pretty woman. And what your job, and they're training these women to wear makeup to learn how to walk, and their big job at the Olympics is going to be to hand out bottled water. But they don't take this job like lightly, lightly, so they're really working with these tall, slim, pretty women. They're going to have thousands of them in Beijing for the Olympics so that foreigners can have water. How about that? Well, that seems like a nice idea. Yeah, and as well, toilets galore. That's the other big area. Well, if you have a lot time. of water, that's <laughs> 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 That's well, good you know, it's very common in Asia to have those sort of treads or those squatty yeah. potties. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to have a lot. <laughs> That's what they're called. I- no, I know I've you never traveled. Heard it that. Uh, you, yes. Yes. You, you have traveled. You spend sure. time in that part of the world. Yes, yeah, so sure they're going to have a lot of toilets there. But you, here's just a little hint: they still haven't sort of managed the toilet paper situation. So if you are going to Beijing, you might want to bring your own. And finally, a story from Great Britain that I just, well, it just caught my eye. This involves a teenage girl who thought the movement she heard in her brazier was caused by her vibrating cell phone. You know how sometimes you might stick your cell phone down your brazier? I do it all the time. Yeah. Do you really? (laughs) No. Are you kidding? I've done it. You have? Well, well, just, I mean, not a lot, but occasionally if you you don't have pockets and you're just looking for some place to put it, it's a, it's a cavity on your body where there's room to accommodate had small no idea. items. Well, anyway, Abby Hawkins, she's a 34 double F, so I guess she could, got su- room. Yeah. She could support the, um, the, <laughs> the cell phone. She felt this vibrating, and then she thought, well, she might as well take a, you know, to see what, what's going on. What's happening? She reaches into her brassiere, and it wasn't her cell phone. In fact, she found a small baby bat <gasps> asleep in her brassiere. <laughs> oh, That's when you just want to fold yourself up in a Murphy oh, bed and man. die. That is disgusting. Disgusting. How did it get there? Bats are the most foul things. I've, I'm so, I, I can't stand bats. The only thing bats. worse would be a snake. Ew. I thought well, you were going to say a hamster. Actually, according to Abby, she thought he was a cuddly little baby bat. Ew. And, in her bra? Um, <laughs> well, how did it get in what, there? What, is she wearing her bra well, 24-7? Well, it's, dark, it's dark in there if you're a double F. <laughs> I don't even know what a double F is. Oh. Well, Sounds she thinks large, that perhaps though. the bat had crawled into her brassiere while when the brassiere was in her dresser drawer. Yeah. She put the bat she put the brassiere <laughs> She on. put the bat on in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and headed out. But Abby is quoted as saying that perhaps she thought she should have left the bat in there and given it a good home. Oh, ooh. Well, okay, I Abby. don't know about that. No, but right. it's been a wild week, sisters, as you can see. Yes. And that was a trip around the world with the International News Roundup. All right. That was fun. Coming up next, we have uh, entertaining Sheila here with us. Uh, what are you reviewing, Sheila? The movie is Hancock with Will Smith. I love Will Smith. But I know we're going to talk about that when we come back. We're the Satellite Sisters. Here's an update on the best beach bag book drawing that we're doing now. We are the Satellite Sisters. This is Liz. And you've heard about some of our beach bag book suggestions. You know, we've shared some great interviews with you. But, Monica, we're also having a drawing for people that email us with their best beach bag book suggestions. That's right, Liz. It's our beach bag book series giveaway. And we are going to choose five winners in a random drawing on an upcoming show. 
Here's what you're going to win. A Satellite Sisters beach bag filled with Oregon chai products. Mm. Delish. Delicious Oregon chai. Also copies of some of our books that are on our beach bag book series list. You're going to win a copy of Whacked by Jules Asner. Don't You Forget About Me by Jancy Dunn and The English American by Allison Larkin. So all of those things, we're going to have five winners. Please email us with your favorite beach reads. Uh, send your e- emails to sisters at SatelliteSisters.com. And don't forget to put my favorite beach bag book in the subject line. And we're going to have the random drawing next week. And if you're, like, driving along and couldn't write any of that down right now, it's all at SatelliteSisters.com. If you just go to the homepage, you'll see a little area there where you can click through. We have gotten some amazing suggestions from you, right, Monica? Just all kinds of books all across the board. Yeah, and not only people aren't just sending in the titles list, they're sending in little mini reviews, a little synopsis of the story. And I'll be posting some more of those on the blog in the coming week. We really look forward to hearing from you. It's our Satellite Sisters Best Beach Bag Book Series brought to you by Oregon Chai. Two of us in a, a double feature. I'm a rock and roller. She's a science teacher. I send her looks. They don't reach her. She does not know I'm in love with her. La, la, la. I'm in love with the four-eyed girl. She knows how to move me now. She knows how. This is Entertaining Sheila, and I am here this week with the new Will Smith blockbuster. Uh, just forgot the name. Hancock. Hancock. <laughs> Such a block that obviously made yes. a huge impression. No, on I, you, that's Sheila. one thing I didn't print in my script, Liz. It's funny how I do that late at night, Monica. Sometimes we forget putting things in our scripts, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> I say we know it was number one at the box office. The movie is Hancock, and I also went because it's directed by Peter Berg, the director of Friday Night Lights. Oh, so you just want to support Peter? Berg I do want to support and whatever he. I does. mean, it's all about the Friday Night Lights. Did you know that Peter Berg is also an accomplished actor? Yes. Okay. Well, I did not know that. And this movie, Hancock, is produced by the great Michael Mann. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. All right. Do you notice there's like a little... No, I didn't really know that, but I I know who Michael Mann is. There's sort of like a little circle there, a little Kabbalah circle forming. Like it's like Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise and Will Smith. Uh Those guys, they have a little circle with Michael Mann. I don't know what it is. Anyway, Hancock also has the very funny... Jason Bateman in it. He's one of my faves. I mean, I just love him. Although I could not stand his role in Juno, but that was not his fault. That was the Devil Woman Diablo Cody's writing. All right? And the only other person I want to mention is, yes, Charlize Theron is in the movie. And I say it like that because sometimes she makes me really uncomfortable. Uh, Because I feel like... All right, I'll get into it later, but I feel like she just doesn't do much in this movie. I can think of you know a dozen women who would have been better in the role, mm-hmm. and I will make my suggestions later. <laughs> a dozen? That's a lot. <laughs> no, actually, there are only three. I mean, a and, handful, maybe a dozen. You know, it's really only Kate Winslet, all right? Kate Winslet should have been in the movie, as I always say, you know. Uh-huh. If all, she can't be in every movie. <laughs> well, how come Charlize Theron gets to be in so many movies? She's the face of Dior. She's the sexiest woman in the world. Doesn't isn't that enough? Can't you just stop? Anyway, Hancock. It's a very unusual superhero story. Sort of think think of Will Smith's movie Happiness. Did you see that? Yes. Think Happiness meets Iron Man. He's sort of a down and out, you know, anti-hero superhero. All right. So I went on a hot summer of love day, where there was literally no loving. No love in here in Santa Monica. And I needed a jolt. You know, I needed a jolt before I saw the movie. Mm -hmm. So I went to the coffee bean down on the promenade right next to the AMC 29. How many theaters are in that building anyway? Anyway, have you ever been to that coffee bean? Mm -hmm. All right. Note to management. 
You need a new manager, all right? <laughs> I mean, you know it's a bad sign when they're giving out coupons as soon as you walk in because they know the baristas are not going to make your coffee in time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was just a nightmare in there. I mean, it was just, you know, you see them throwing around, the, you know, the ice-blended pitchers. They're all dirty. I mean, it's just disgusting in no, there. No, even I have had that same reaction in that place. It's just it's, not It's good. bogus. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I had the, you know, the triple ice latte. I thought they couldn't mess that up. But I still got coupons. <laughs> Because I waited 20 minutes for it. Anyway, I wanted to be cooled off by that super fast handheld camera work that's the signature move of Peter Berg. And by the way, ladies, I read where Peter Berg is single now. So, okay, okay ladies. Cool. <laughs> Although, Listen up, ladies. He has a very odd-shaped head. I did my research. <laughs> anyway, his very macho uh, sensibilities in his movies, which I like. So I got exhilarated by this movie. In fact, the tw- first 20 minutes of Hancock were absolutely great, absolutely wonderful, completely unexpected, you know, very kitschy, quirky, kind of, you know, kinky, you know, plot line. And I think people were really surprised when they saw Will Smith on that opening scene, you know, passed out, hung over, you know, he's on a he's on a park bench. He's basically a bum. And then he springs into action just like a regular superhero, a reluctant, albeit reluctant. He's sort of like, you know, L.A.'s self-styled superhero, but he's also a bum in real life. Mm-hmm. It's ri- really kind of cool. And he crashes through buildings and cars. And generally, when he goes off to save somebody, he leaves more wreckage than not. So they're, you know, the whole point of the movie is that most people in L.A. hate Hancock, even though he's out there saving people and getting the bad guys. I see. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a 50-50 situation, ladies. <laughs> Are you going to keep calling us ladies? <laughs> I've never called you ladies before. But, you know, people in L.A. either love Hancock or they hate him. And I found that the critics for this movie either loved it or hated it. You know? I mean, really, it's a strange mix. It's a strange mix of comedy and seriousness. We have the literal and we have the mythical. And here's a word I've never used before. We have the scatological and the sublime. Ooh, <laughs> yes, we do. Nice. It's like two movies in one, or it could be two completely unsatisfying movies. Either way you look at it. Sort of like the Helen Hunt movie that we went to. Oh, yeah. And the title was? We don't remember. And then she found me. Oh, right? yeah. And then there was another movie right in the middle of the movie. <laughs> and then there was Hancock. <laughs> All right. So we have surprises. We have twists. We have super fast action. We have great L.A. landmarks. We have great crowd scenes. We, there's sort of a kinky, you know, joking about how to create the r- right buzz about this superhero. And that is where Jason Bateman comes in. He plays the super funny PR director who wants to reinvent Hancock. So he says, listen, man, your image is hurting. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a new image for you. Now, it's a good concept for a story. It's a great it's a concept. It's a funny idea. Again, first 20 minutes, fantastic, Liz. Um, but Jason Bateman is married to Theron. Now, there is absolutely no zip chemistry between Bateman and Theron. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, if Kate Winslet was there, <laughs> instant chemistry, yeah. right? Or any of dozens of other women. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hey, yeah. there's another woman that could have starred mm-hmm. in this movie. Monica saying, uh uh-huh. she didn't see it, but uh-huh. she's in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't I love Maggie you. Gyllenhaal? All right, but there is chemistry between Smith and Theron. There's a crazy plot twist. After the first 45 minutes, that absolutely left the crowd gasping for air. Or was it me falling over in my chair, which I did? I was laden down with bags from uh, Old Navy. <laughs> I bought some summer, summer separates. <laughs> they were having a 50-off sale. So I kind of fell over in my bags at one point. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. I am so frustrated by Theron's pouting and sneers. You know she has a secret the first 45 minutes of the movie, and you don't find out what it is until the plot twist. So I was frustrated. I was frustrated, and I'm jealous that he, she's so beautiful. So here it is. <laughs> this could be a hot summer day popcorn movie. Go for it. You know, surrender to the, to the zaniness of it. Or you know, or you could see it as a totally subtextual movie uh, mm. where the theme really is searching for your soulmate. I mean, is there one person, only one person out there for us, Liz? I don't that know. That is what I've been trying to find That's in the summer of love. That's what this movie is about? 
Is that your movie or this yeah, movie? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, No, Julie. it's my interpretation of this movie, all uh-huh. right? And you won't know what I'm talking about until you sit through the movie and see the plot twist I after understand. 45 minutes. All right. But it all comes back to Sheila's Summer of Love. Of course it does. So I was perplexed and entertained. It was kinky and it was sublime. It kept me interested and I was mad that... Charlize can't be satisfied with the Dior campaign, and she has to get into every new blockbuster that's out there. Mm-hmm. I know she's funny. Apparently, she's a big prankster on the set. She has zero sense of humor in this movie. None. Zippo. And, of course, Maggie Gyllenhaal would have, and Kate Winslet would have. <laughs> and even Nicole Kidman, God bless her heart, would have had more sense of humor in this movie. All right, so on a scale of one to five sisters, I'm giving one big sister to Jason Bateman. He's like a dry piece of rye toast, no butter. He's like so dry. I love him. I love looking at him. Mm, he's great. Will Smith. I'm sorry, totally entertaining in this. Yeah. He's well directed. He's, you know, he is a sell, he is a movie star. There is no doubt about it. He's, he has utter confidence in this role. Two big sisters for Hancock. That's all you're going to get out of me. This has been entertaining, Sheila. Go forth and entertain people. Ooh. All right. Wow. I'm so far behind in my movies. I still, this is Liz. I still haven't seen Get Smart. I have to see that this weekend, I think. Just anything by Steve Carell. I feel like it's my, my obligation to get out and support him. There you go. Anne Hathaway would have been great in this as well, Liz. <laughs> Add her to my dozens of lists. All right. Anything you want your Satellite Sisters to know, just send us an email. You can go to SatelliteSisters.com and email us from there. Post on our blog. There's lots going on on Sister Spot. So just go there. Check it out. We always want to hear from you, your opinions, your suggestions. It's all there at Sister Spot. On Monday's show, this is going to be super, super exciting. We are announcing the next intra-sister contest. Do you remember? We had the wrap-off where Mm -hmm. it was a competition between the five sisters, and we each had to wrap a present for one of the other sisters. We had the tablescaping competition. I didn't participate in that one, nor did you, Sheila, right? No, because I I I don't have a table. But it was fierce. (laughs) It was fierce. I thought it went very well for me, but I came in last (laughs) in the challenge. Then we had the copy that cover contest where, again, Lee and Julia Monica had to recreate the cover of a fine food magazine. Well, we have a brand new competition oh. that we're going, to, we're going to be competing Major. against each other. So you have to listen on Monday because there's voting involved. Yes. So every day next week, you're going to get to vote on exactly, well, I can't tell you any more than that, but we need your votes. You need to listen Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We will be counting the ballots. So check it out on the show and at SatelliteSisters.com. All right, sisters. Well, have a great weekend. Thank you, Liz. Julie, have a happy birthday. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Jewel. Thank you. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.